This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Caution over 2023 commodity bearish consensus. Crude oil and the ethanol outlook. There was a headline recently that said that Russia announced that it would cut its crude oil production by 7%. That makes it sound like it was voluntary, something to boost the market. You know that was propaganda, don't you? Russia's oil production will continue to fall because they cannot stop it. Russia's oil production is trending lower and will fall another 7% for starters, but it is not due to any decision made by the Kremlin. That decision was made by Halliburton, Exxon, and other multinational oil infrastructure technology and production companies when they left Russia as a result of Putin's war in Ukraine. Russia doesn't have what it takes to develop or maintain its oil and gas production, lacking every resource necessary from engineers, physical materials, and capital to keep their energy sector from imploding. As they begin to shut down their production all the way to wellheads, a cascade effect begins that they do not have the wherewithal to arrest. When an oil well is capped, they are not able to uncap it again. They have to drill a new one, and they have no capability to do that. Russia's energy sector will be irreversibly damaged as a result of the exodus from Russia of all the technical expertise necessary for them to function. Add on the progressive nature of the economic sanctions imposed on them, and Russia's energy sector is fast-flowing down the creek. OPEC Plus will take advantage of the declining production from Russia to expand their market share, but OPEC doesn't have the residual capacity to increase its production that once existed either. Xi Jinping visited Saudi Arabia recently to get a relationship with the Saudi prince MBS. While China will take more oil and gas from Russia, the existing infrastructure to get it to China is pretty much maxed out. There is not the means to expand it anytime soon. They may announce new pipelines and such, but they do not have the resources to turn plans into reality. Russia bought old oil tankers to create its own fleet because commercial shippers do not want to challenge sanctions. They can move and ensure more of their own oil, but not in massive quantity. There is also a price cap on Russian oil that limits the revenue generated by Russian oil sales. Xi Jinping's big ask to the Saudis was to accept payment in yuan instead of dollars. They will have politely listened to the request, but nothing will come of it. Oil is priced in dollars, and Mideast wealth is primarily held in dollars, some euros. For that matter, the Chinese do not want yuan, which is why they have stringent controls in the outflow of their currency. There would be a massive capital exodus of yuan from China if open. So far, Biden's crude oil market put option at $72 a barrel, where they pledged to buy oil to restock the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, has supported the market. Actually, this is very intelligent use of the SPR to stabilize oil prices in the United States. Oil companies can profit per production at $72 a barrel or higher, but the reserve can also help to cap price strength when oil is released. A price range of $72 to $92 a barrel is likely a sweet spot for both producers and consumers of oil. That price range provides producers the financial incentive to drill with some floor under prices that doesn't break consumers at the gas pump. The previous president claimed to have filled up the strategic reserve, but the EIA data shows that was not true. With 57 million fewer barrels, 8% less oil in it when he left office than when he took office. 
An oil-priced floor at $72 a barrel also supports ethanol margins. Our local ethanol plant says that they are still operating profitably, paying $7 a bushel for cash corn with the current price of ethanol and oil. Having been helped with COVID relief and the run higher in crude oil prices, the ethanol industry is in likely the best shape financially that it has ever been since its inception. Ethanol companies have been able to pay down debt and shore up their capital. Biden's $72 a barrel crude oil put will indirectly support the ethanol industry and corn market too. The next lease on life for the ethanol industry is going to be able to get the CO2 pipelines built so that they can materially reduce the carbon score of connected ethanol plants, which will take the bullseye off their back put there by those looking to eliminate fossil fuels. What Summit Carbon Solution is paying for easements and the conditions that they are agreeing to in these easements is a game-changing improvement as to what has been offered by any project before. It does set new precedent by cutting the ties that had previously been set in place that connected the value of easement to the value of the land. Now it's the value of the project. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 